You're listening to Language Casters Football Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to the football show for all learners of English who love the beautiful game. Apologies now for the slight delay in producing this week's show. It has nothing to do with Ireland's terrible defeat on Friday, I promise. And this is our eighth podcast of the 2012-13 season and it's our seventh Language Caster season overall. Now, my name's Damien and I'm based in Hong Kong and we'll be hearing from Damon, who's based in Tokyo, Japan, a little later on in the show. Now, on this week's show, Damon will be looking at some of the lesser sides in European football, the minnows, in this week's main report, while our regular weekly football phrase this week is to cause an upset. And I wonder if any of the minnows can indeed cause an upset. We then finish off with our weekly football predictions when we look at some of the big games from the World Cup qualifiers. So, let's start off the show with this week's main report in which Damon looks at some of the minnows in world football. Je luistert naar languagecaster.com. This weekend most eyes are on the big teams in the World Cup qualifiers and international friendlies, but Language Caster takes a look at some of the smaller countries, the minnows of Europe and their prospects. So we've chosen three of Europe's biggest minnows, that's to say three of the least successful sides from some of the smaller nations in Europe. With World Cup qualifiers well underway, most journalists and football fans are looking at the big teams, the favourites, Spain, Holland and Germany. Okay, well first up is Malta, a small island in the Mediterranean Sea and ranked 153rd in the world by FIFA. This tiny footballing nation has a population of 450,000. That's about the same size as Liverpool in the UK. But for a minnow, Malta has proved to be no pushover, with respectable results. In 2005, they drew with Bulgaria, Northern Ireland and Croatia, and in 2011, they drew against Switzerland. Their biggest win was against another less fancied side, Liechtenstein, 7-1 in 2008. Well, how about their chances for the World Cup in Brazil? Well, they've lost both their opening games, losing 1-0 to Armenia and 2-0 to Italy. Bottom of the group, but not embarrassed so far. Most of the national side come from the two big teams, Valletta and Berkicara, currently first and second in the Maltese Premier League. Next, the Faroe Islands. Not many people could even find them on the map. This tiny collection of islands with a population of 50,000 sits between Iceland to the west, Scotland to the south and Norway to the east. They joined FIFA in 1988 and since then have given many visiting big teams from Europe a hard time when they play at their home ground, Tarsvala. Some notable results include beating Lithuania, Iceland and Estonia in competitive matches. They even pushed Italy, then world champions at home in 2008, losing by one goal, 2-1. They lie in last place in their group for the World Cup, qualifying after a 3-0 loss away to Germany. Next up is a home game against Sweden. And finally, San Marino, La Serenissima, the most serene, is the nickname for San Marino, the lowest ranked side in FIFA, 207th. 
This minute state is surrounded by the European football powerhouse of Italy and with a population of around 30,000 is the smallest country represented in the Council of Europe. San Marino perhaps has the worst international record of any team and they've never won a competitive international, but they have drawn against Turkey. San Marino's job as a footballing nation seems to be that of embarrassing bigger teams. If a team can't beat San Marino by a hatful of goals, then critics and pundits will start calling for a manager to be sacked or a player to be dropped. In 1993, for example, England beat San Marino 7-1, but an incredible goal within nine seconds by San Marino's David Guartiera meant that the English side were still battered in the press. This week, San Marino play England again at Wembley, and after they were beaten 6-0 by Montenegro in their first qualifier, the pressure will be on England to score more. Thanks a lot for that, Damon. Now, of course, if you want to download the transcript for that page, you can do so by coming along to our site at languagecaster.com, where you can also find our football glossary page. There's lots of football vocabulary complete with definitions and examples. We have a page full of football cliches, as well as all our back catalogue of podcasts, main reports and more football phrases, all of which have language support for those who wish to practice their English. Now, next up, we have this week's English for Football phrase. Today's English for Football expression is to cause an upset, which means that something surprising has happened. Now, we use this phrase in football to describe it when a stronger team is beaten by a so-called weaker team, a surprising result, an upset. This weekend sees many World Cup qualifiers taking place and the big teams will be hoping to avoid an upset, while the smaller teams will be hoping to cause an upset. Perhaps the European minnows, the Faroe Islands, will be able to cause an upset by beating Sweden. To cause an upset. Thanks again for that, Damon. Now, if you'd like to comment on anything to do with football language, then you can do so by coming along to our site at languagecaster.com or our Facebook page, which is Learning English Through Football, while we have a Twitter account where we post regular information about football vocabulary, which is at LanguageCaster. Now, next up, we have our predictions battle, in which Damon and myself, as well as a guest, try and predict the scores of some of the big games. This week, it's World Cup qualifying matches taking place. Now, remember, it's three points for a correct score and one for the right result. And this week's guest predictor is Steve, who's a Chelsea fan. Now, as three of the games from our predictions battle took place last Friday night, we can have a quick look back at those scores before we look at the predictions for the games taking place on Tuesday. So first up was Ireland and Germany in Dublin, and Damon went for a 2-1 German victory. I went for a 3-1 German victory. We both got a point. We couldn't see a 6-1 victory, an absolute thrashing for Ireland at home. One of their biggest defeats ever in Dublin. Terrible night for all our fans there. At Russia-Portugal, Damon went for a Portuguese victory. I went for a draw. And our guest Steve, he went for a 1-0 Russian victory. And he was right. He got himself three points. And the last of the three games that were taking place on Friday was Argentina and Uruguay. Huge game down there in the South American World Cup qualifiers. Damon went for a 1-1 draw. I went for an Argentinian home victory 2-0. 
Uh, Steve went for a 2-1 victory. He gets a point. I got a point because Argentina won that one. 3-0. Now, three games taking place on Tuesday. Italy against Denmark, Poland against England, and Spain against France. Here's Damon with his predictions. Italy take on Denmark. Now, Italy usually uh, start these qualifiers quite slowly, but they're top of their table. Uh, Denmark lost their game. And I think this could be a difficult game, though. 1-1, I think. 1-1. Another interesting game, Poland against England. England currently second, but I think uh, they're going to beat San Marino. Uh, Poland will be taking on Moldova. Um, I think if England win this game, they'll be top of their group. And I think they will do that. I think they're going to go to Poland and get three points, 1-0. Spain taking on France. We've got the world champions and, of course, the European champions in Spain and France. But France currently top the group. Um, Spain have played one game less. Uh, I think they're going to catch up with France by beating them 1-0. It won't be the most exciting game, but 1-0 to Spain. Those are my predictions. Okay, Damon, you don't think Italy are going to beat Denmark at home? I do, as does Steve. I think Italy will win this one 1 0. Now, Poland and England, uh, away in Poland for England, I think they'll do well. I think they'll win it by two goals to nil. So, yeah, I agree with you, Damon, on that one. And finally, Spain and France. France having just lost at home to Japan, Spain having just won 4 0 away, there really will only be one winner. Spain are going to win this one 2 0. They're all our predictions for the week. Enjoy all of the football. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Enjoy all of the football. I hope your team does well this weekend or next weekend. See ya.